Temptations are something we all deal with. Do you realize that God uses temptation to reveal and refine character in us? Matthew chapter 4 talks about temptations. In fact, it's Jesus in chapter 4 who was the one who was being tempted. Let's talk about that and so much more today on today's podcast. Welcome to another podcast. My name is Steve Hollis, and I'm here today with Brian Miller. It is good to see you right here on my screen, zooming in with you. <laughs> Steve, it looks warm there and inviting, and uh, uh, I'm happy to join you uh, over a wire. There we go. Well, if yes. I if I can't have you in house, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll have you differently, right? I'll have you in house. Digitally, you know, I've gotten used to it. Actually, I I feel like I'm in the same room with you. I I mean, that's the way I am on Zoom anymore. I don't uh, I don't feel like I'm you know calling in on a space phone or something. I I do I I can feel the other person's presence. I know some people don't like it, but but it does work for me, and uh, I feel connected to you, and glad yep. to be here today. Good deal. Well, I, I feel the same. I, I think that that process uh, is one that, as you do it often enough, it truly is. And you, if you know the person, you do feel connected, and I, and I believe that's the truth here. That's for sure. Well, I tell you, uh, Brian, I, we've had a few podcasts, a couple anyway, um, that haven't included you, and they don't need to include you every week, and I'm not discounting that. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not keeping you from them, but um, it's neat. Yeah, but that... the numbers are up, right? I mean, when I'm not on a podcast, <laughs> about twice as many downloads, and so I know my place, Steve. Yeah, well... That's not necessarily true, but I, yeah, okay. No, no, no. But, um, yeah, we had Erica two weeks ago. and That was great. Yeah. That was great with Erica. And um, I, we can, we, we've hinted at some stuff, but we've now hired Erica full-time. She'll start in November as our communications director. Uh, it's She's just the perfect person, and it's a spot we need. And I couldn't be more excited about that. And then um, last week you interviewed uh, three football guys. Was that last week? That's no, true. no, you inter- Yeah, it was last week. Yep, last maybe week. I got them backwards. Um, but that was fantastic. That was great. I'm expecting three pole vaulters next week. I, mean, I, don't, <laughs> I don't know. They don't get enough press. I mean, I um, know they're the redheaded stepchild uh, of of uh, track and field, and and uh, you know, poor pole vaulters. No, that's not necessarily true. But um, yeah, the football players were on last week. We had a great session with them. They yeah, they can. Completely enjoyed it. I completely enjoyed them uh, in their uh, in their dialogue. And then uh, after we got done, they said, "I think it might actually have been before we did the podcast." They said, "Hey, can we go up on the roof of the Sherman House?" And I said, <laughs> "I said, sure, absolutely." And I said, "You see that door right behind you?" I said, "We go through that closet to go up." And they're like, "No way!" <laughs> I've seen the I've seen the ladder. Yeah. But oh I'm yeah. Not going. Yeah, it's it's uh it, it, you can get up there. It's not very easy, but um yeah, we had a great time together and uh just really looking forward to continuing um 
just the interaction with these guys. Uh, I do it via text. I do it face to face with them. Uh, we're we're they're beginning this study uh, and studying the word uh, more in depth. And uh, I just love the journey that they're on. They're loving it, and um, I'm just really that's excited. Fantastic. That's why we're here. That's exactly so. right. That's exactly. I mean, right. for me, that's why we're here. And for if if we think anything else is more important than that, we're wrong. That's true. Um, and uh, I just want to clarify that. Yeah, that's it. That's the stuff. That is the stuff. Uh, you know, we can. You and I both have dealt with. We we talked prior to the podcast actually getting aired and recorded right now, but you and I both are dealing with technology today and it just you know it can bog you down and if it's not technology it might be something else where you're at and uh it it can it can tempt you to to pull away from being centered and man i felt that being pulled and tugged from being centered today and remembering to talk about these three and others like them that uh that is fresh and the gospel is fresh and vibrant in their lives, that is the center. And and that's that's something that we need, uh, you and I, Brian, that continue to be reminded of uh, God's fullness and freshness in our lives. And and so, it's great. I, I loved it because you and I talked a little bit about technology, how it was, how we were dealing with different things, and then we just centered ourselves prayed before the podcast and just let the God, let God uh, you know take control well technology can be a problem and and I'm not I don't think technology is a sin but what and we've talked to Peter talked about sin but what is a sin is things that get in the way of our relationships and so with God and with each other and so uh, you know I've got some technical problems I've got to deal with and it's making me uh, probably a little anxious and it makes me want to be a little shorter or, uh, quicker with people. <laughs> and yeah. That's not, that's sin. Yeah. Uh, we may not think of that as sin, but that is exactly what sin is. It takes us out of relationship. And I spent the weekend, uh, I didn't preach Sunday. Um, Peter did, and, and we'll talk about that too, but, um, I was at church Sunday, but I'd spent the weekend with uh, some churches, and I've been doing this over the last four years now. Uh, at least twice a year, I meet with uh, a, uh, a group of churches and try to help them understand the moment that we're in, because we're in a strange moment. I help them understand the kingdom of God um, and, and what that's and what that means for this, uh, you know, for their community, for their church. Um, and the thing, though, that I'm running into um, all the time is is two things, and they go together. One is hurt leaders who were they, they got hurt somebody, uh, and it isn't just like life got them; like somebody went after them, and um, wow, and and they didn't feel supported, and encouraged. This happens all the time, man. And I think that's part of why I'm maybe down just a little bit today is because I'm feeling the hurt of leaders who, uh, and along with that, that, that's something I'm trying to teach a lot these days is how to interact through conflict. And con by conflict, all I mean is we don't agree. Right. 
I don't mean there's a problem between us or that I'm angry necessarily. It's that we don't agree. Now, when we don't agree, emotions can go high mm-hmm. or weird or low or we can pull back. Uh, when we don't agree, we can get nervous about it. Um, and and that's, uh, that's a mistake. We've got to stay in the relationships. Yes. And so I, I spend a lot of time with these leaders just helping them to understand how to how to communicate with each other. And if you got a, a, an issue to give feedback, how to if if you're if you need to speak up, I think people either think they need to speak up or or knock people down or not speak up or knock people down. And there's mm. a lot of room in between yelling and keeping your mouth shut. Right. Um but there's, but this is what's causing a lot of pain, and and there's so much anxiety today that I think it's keeping people out of relationship. And so even as we think about what happened with COVID, you know, some people think uh, some people don't go to church these days because I think you know what I you know because they're lazy, and and I think it's because um, COVID has raised our anxiety, and just being around people, maybe even that many people just makes us not feel it feel good and inside i mean at least before we go and we've got to move past that steve yeah we, we do we've got to get to where we can connect human to human and, and forgive each other and stop hurting each other but yet at the same time still telling the truth yeah yeah so I'm kind of on a monologue here, but let me finish it up, Steve. That's okay. Go. And, and we'll have our first guest. Uh, <laughs> we don't have any guests. I was just thinking of Johnny Carson. That's that's the uh, Jimmy Jimmy uh, Kimmel. Uh, Jimmy Kimmel of of the old days. No. I was thinking Jimmy Fallon actually. Yeah, that's true too. But but there's a fool's choice to be made, which says we can either be kind or we can be candid. We can either be nice and not say anything, not be careful not to cause any hurt, even though it's all out there, but we just don't want to get in there because we we don't want to get hurt. We're afraid we hurt somebody. We can either be kind or we can be candid. We can just tell them. And the truth is we can be kind and candid and yes. should be both kind and truthful, you know, like all the time. And yeah. it takes practice. But my experience has been that when we're kind and candid, that we can get these things on the other side of us. But when we keep our mouths shut, it gets worse. It actually gets so much worse. And when we just go full tilt, it it creates hurt that's very hard to get over. And so what do we do? We're like, well, I don't want to hurt anybody, so I'll just be quiet. We've got to learn to be kind and candid and stop thinking it's a choice between the two. Yeah, that is that is fantastic. That's exactly the truth because as as we do allow that if we are just um kind and holding back and so to speak or it causes our uh abilities to um we 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 bunch it up, we wall up, we bitter, we get bitter. Um we we some of our inner thoughts uh, cause us to slide towards that being tempted to not being around each other. And therefore, then if we do be, get bitter, then we've 
rolled into sin, just like you've said. We are now disconnecting, and um, instead of that very thing which connects one another, we need to be connected, we need to be kind, we need to just as you said. So, wonderful. That's, that's well said, Brian, and thank you for sharing that. And it's something... Yeah, and it's something that, that, like you said, the leaders are dealing with this, um, uh, dealing with this on their on their side. But then everybody, um, there are more, as you mentioned, that are dealing with it. And I, I've had some conversations here just in the last week, uh, yesterday and the day before, um, with two individuals that have stepped aside from going to church that were regulars and their issue was the fact not not due to the leader themselves uh, itself of of uh, or himself of um, preaching the wrong content or or uh, he did something it was other people being um, not not kind with their candidness towards this yeah. whole COVID thing and beyond, yeah. almost yeah. Be- becoming this political thing. Back three weeks ago, I think it was, Brian, you you had a message about how we've become Christian with everything. I mean, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I tried to make light of it, but it is it is true. I mean, yeah. I could have went on and on and on. Yes, you could have. What we have, you know, Christian coffee. We have Christian colleges, and I'm not saying they're bad, but— you know, it's it's the Christian preschool, Christian, you know, whatever, Christian hats, you know, yeah, no Christian Kleenex, you know, it really <laughs> just gathers this stuff up well. I don't know. Well, and um, and, and it gets it dives into the politics, right? So we have it um, easily dives into the politics, right? Because because all of it is about separation, right? And and we want to be separate. We are not of this world, but we cannot be separate from this world because we have to be in this world as Jesus was incarnate. Jesus came and came into the world. He didn't come into a separate world. He came into the nitty gritty, dirty world. That's it. And he lived amongst nitty gritty, dirty people. Right. And this is why when we get into Peter's message that this is so key. So maybe this is a good segue into that. I like it. He talked to so the passage was Matthew four one to eleven, and it's where um, Satan took uh, Satan didn't take Jesus out. The Spirit took Jesus out into the desert, and then he was tempted by Satan, the devil, um, to you know to, to to use his power for his own good to create this separation. And what's happened every time before Jesus, and this is this is all set up in Matthew, I mean, it's meant to be understood, that the leaders couldn't get us into the promised land because of their own sin. Moses sinned. He, he struck the rock twice. We, we won't get into that, but God told him not to, and he did it anyway. And we say, well, why was that a sin? I mean, I don't even understand why that's a sin. Because it could because it hurt his relationship with God. Mm-hmm. That's why. David's sin. David was a great king and had a great kingdom and the people thrived. And then he decided to turn towards his own 
desires in his own life. And God forgave him, but that did not, we did not have a king who could lead us because they would become corrupt, and corruption creates separation. And that's what, you know, this polarization we're seeing today, I think, is is that kind of, you know, I think it's that sinful, it's 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 hurting our relationships with other people. Um, and we're gonna see this, and so Jesus comes and he uh, is tempted by no less the devil himself mm-hmm. three times, and he stands up to it. He is not. He does not give in to the temptation to empower himself for his own glory, for his own good. He doesn't do it, which sets him up to be the king that we need to take us into the promised land. Right. So that's what's going on here is that Jesus is being set up and proven to be God's, you know, God's chosen king and that he is worthy. He is worthy to be the king because he is incorruptible. Uh, even in his complete human flesh, he's all God, he's all man, but he is incorruptible. And that's what we take away um you know, to me, that's the takeaway of chapter four. And that's what Peter did. And I just want to commend Peter because um, it, was, it was right after I was talking to Peter and my wife said, um, tell him his three points. And I'm like, I was joking around and she's like, you know, tell him his three points. And I'm like, <laughs> sin is bad. God has a plan. Jesus did it. I tell you what, that's good preaching when now on Wednesday uh, you know, three days later, I can still tell you what the three points were. That's right. Of his message. And I felt like he was a little apologetic at how simple it was, but it's that simple. Mm-hmm. Sin is bad uh, because it breaks relationships, not only between God, but between each other. And I think that's bad. And God has had a plan for it. He's meant to bring Jesus and here is Jesus. And so Jesus is gonna die for our sins, but first of all, he proved himself worthy uh, to be sinless. And I think that's the headline here is that Jesus is sinless, but maybe even Jesus is worthy. Maybe that's what I should have titled that section. Jesus is worthy Amen. to be our king. Yes. So that's, and I can go further because that's where we're headed um, in this next week. Uh, I, I'll stop there. Maybe you got some thoughts about Peter's message too. Well, I think it's I think it's fantastic um, in the very sense that that, that how you led that into that because uh, Peter talked about the Old Testament. Uh, Peter and I are actually going through the Old Testament survey uh, through seminary, being reminded of the sacrificial uh, animals that were slain, right? Um, trying to bring in uh, the best of the best and and all of this that's going on, but. It could only do so much, and when Jesus was tempted and did not sin, and he is the perfect sacrifice, the perfect lamb of God uh, that was sent to us, then he had no sin. He was it. He was able to then um, be laid before God. Uh, for our sin to cover it once and for all, and there will be nothing uh, in the future that will cover us like that did, and the blood that was shed. And that is the power, the power of the gospel of Jesus Christ. What an amazing gift he has given to us. Amazing. Tremendous. And he is the Savior. And and that I think lots of us know. 
And and I'm not disc and, and anything else I say doesn't discount that he is the savior. But what I think we don't quite understand is that Jesus is the king. Right. And and Matthew is setting us up to understand early on that Jesus is the king. And so I'm going to start in on Matthew chapter four, verse 12. I think it goes to 17 where Jesus begins his ministry. And so the, I won't go into all of it because uh, I'm going to do that on Sunday, but, <laughs> right. but, but the, the message that Jesus begins to deliver, to, to deliver is repent for the kingdom of heaven is near. And if you look back when John the Baptist came on the scene in chapter three, he said he was preaching, repent for the kingdom of heaven is near. So this is, this is what we've got to get into and understand. And just a preview of it for me is that the kingdom of heaven or the kingdom of God, uh, if you've ever, the Jewish people don't like to say the word God nor God's name. And sometimes when I see it, uh, someone of Jewish or uh, descent uh, or Jewish practice, they'll write G underscore D. They just don't even want to spell it completely out. So they don't even like spelling it. And so this is Matthew's gospel, which is a very Jewish gospel. And instead of saying kingdom of God, like all the other gospels do, he says kingdom of heaven, just because they they appreciate the sanctity of the name God and they don't want to use it. So kingdom of heaven, kingdom of God, the same thing. So the kingdom of God is this place where everything's fair. Everyone's loved. Um, uh, opportunity for everyone. There is no, there is no first or last. I mean, there is this unbelievable uh, capacity for relationship. People are able to work out of their giftedness, out of their eternal created giftedness, to to work out of a purpose which is a beyond purpose. I mean, beyond all. You know, I like to do this because it's a good thing, but. But when you're in the kingdom, it's all about God's purpose and the purpose of bringing people back into um, really the Garden of Eden in that setting where not only were they together and they had no shame, but they had they had jobs. They right. like to work. You know, there is there. You only have to work in heaven for ten thousand years before you get to retire, and then you don't <laughs> have to. No, it's not like that. It is a working farm, if you will, that God is. So the kingdom of God is near, meaning I think what we get confused about here, Steve, is that we think it's far mm. because things feel like maybe they're, and I th- I think some way it's true in some way it's a, other things changes, but um, some ways it's not true that the world's getting worse and worse. It feels like the kingdom of God is pulling out. And actually, the kingdom of God, according to Jesus and according to John the Baptist, is it's coming near. It's becoming closer. And so when it comes closer, people who want their own kingdoms go crazy Mm. (laughs) because there's it's slipping away. We go back in Matthew. It's all leading up to this where Herod um, wanted to kill all the babies because the kingdom of God was coming near. Right. And he could feel it. Mm. And he was threatened by it. And he went crazy enough to kill all babies under two. You know, it's, yes. that's that's crazy. It is crazy. And we're seeing crazy in the world. And I think it's because the kingdom of God is coming near. Mm. 
And while it can attract us, it can also repulse, you know, and we just go and people just go a little nuts. Like I, they're losing control and they are losing control. Uh, but it's not because, you know, the bad things are happening. I think it's because the kingdom of God is coming near. Right. And so then finally, and I'm probably giving away my whole sermon, we have to repent. We have to turn away from the darkness and turn into the kingdom. And I think that's, again, a piece we miss because I think we're like, oh, it's, you know, heaven's not here. So I got to get saved so that when I die or when Jesus comes back, I'm out of here. <laughs> when that's, and the reason why this is so important is because as we go into the Sermon on the Mount, he's talking about how to be a citizen of the kingdom. And it makes no sense right. if you're just waiting to go. Right. Right. So, anyway, um, thank you for letting me do that, Steve. You just shortened the sermon by five, ten minutes. <laughs> well, that's, it's good because what we it's a great preparing for uh, this coming Sunday. It really is yeah. to prepare our minds and our hearts on the right path so that as you present it, um, we are uh, guided and, and directed as such. But uh, you're right. Uh, Jesus as King uh, and that, and if that's the case, then that takes surrender on our part uh, for him to truly be uh, that king. And I'm sure that you're going to be um, you know, bringing us in clear into that understanding and perspective of knowing all of uh, what the clear, clear perspective of all of that and, and uh, the next part of Matthew 4 is all about. That's awesome. And thank you for bringing kind of that uh, back of what Peter talked a little bit about uh, that's uh, that was so pointed, and uh, and then what is to come. That's good stuff. Well, I tell you, as we work and struggle um, with this thing called life, we we find that um, the more that we can uh, let go of selfish thoughts and selfish ways, and recognizing uh, that God. Uh, has so much more for us as we come to Jesus, as we understand the, what that forgiveness of sins is all about and how, what He has done for us. Uh, and then that journey, that process is of allowing Him to, to sit on the throne of our hearts, of our lives. Um, then the, the, the true freedom becomes unveiled. It becomes, uh, or, you know, known to us, and we don't want anything else. And uh, and what a great understanding that is as we do yeah. that. Yeah. 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 It's good stuff. Well, um, as we kind of wrap this podcast up, because I, I, we do want to keep them short enough to where uh, it, it, you know, want to keep them. Uh, geared we want up. them all to fit on one side of the album. We don't want people to have to turn over the record. Exactly. To get to the other side, Steve. Nobody wants to turn over the record. They want to keep listening. Not anymore. Used to be we turn <laughs> over the record and we're happy to listen to the B-side, but not anymore. <laughs> no, not anymore. People can talk for hours, and that's people not what we're going to do. two record players, put two records on, one on the A-side, one on the B-side, <laughs> and then they just they don't even get up. Yeah, that's right. Saying? That's right. I don't know if they do that or not. Oh, I don't know. Kids' records are the round disc that you'll find in your parents' garage. Yes. So. Yes. Well, actually, uh, you know, talking a little bit about that, vinyl has come back, and um, uh, 
my boys. I saw your pants and your shoes. I assume that's what you're talking about. <laughs> Maybe it's not. Vinyl, vinyl records, vinyl albums. Vinyl records. Yeah, yes. yeah. So, um, yeah, they've, they've come back. They've actually brought um, kind of the mainstream um, musicians nowadays. They'll have uh, records, certain amount of them, you know, that are available for vinyl and and uh, getting some of the old school in there. So that's kind of interesting, isn't it? So, Yeah, you should go down to Nashville and have Jack White do a press for you. Oh, yeah. You, he, he has a machine that you sing into the box and... I've Just seen vinyl. I've seen that. I've seen yeah. that. In fact, um, uh, I think when I was watching, uh, what's it called? Um, oh, um, TV. Yeah, TV. I was watching TV. <laughs> I was watching the show, and I can't remember the name of the show. Oh, okay. but it's an antique uh, hunters. Was it there out of Iowa? What is it? Oh my god! Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I can't remember. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. isn't that terrible? That's terrible. Anyway, they, pick, they visit. They're, they're picking American yeah. pickers. That's it. Thank you. Perfect. Sure. If it's not important, Steve, just I'm, ask me. I probably know. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, so anyway, they 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 visited uh, Jack White, and they were uh, they were able to see all that set up. They were talking a little bit about that in Nashville. That's so pretty cool. I did see that too. Um, yeah. So I am I'm really excited. Uh, for this continuation of not only going into this weekend. Uh, by the way, this is Haiti weekend. This is Haiti Sunday. Oh, we should have mentioned that, yes. And that's why we're going to wrap up with that today. Um, Haiti Sunday, I just, I didn't have that on my notes here, but I did remember it. We've got a um, special guest coming in to talk about Haiti, a life in Haiti, a new life in Haiti. Uh, they're going to have... Um, a booth where you can actually check some things out, and I think uh, you can sponsor a child if you want to. You can sponsor a child, and then at the end, we're gonna have a little bit of a break after that second service, and then we're gonna do some meal packing, and that is gonna be great because those meals are gonna go to Haiti, I believe, is where it's gonna go. And uh, we've done this. This will be the fourth year in a row, I think, that we've done it. And so we're looking forward to that. And so if you're listening in, please be prepared for that uh, this coming Sunday as well. Uh, it's a great experience. And the more hands, the merrier and quicker we get it done. So so I, we, we're, I don't want to go long, but we, I've been down to that area where, we, where New Life for Haiti works nine times. So wow. I've met the kids. I've seen the schools. Um, it's, it's all legit. You know, it's good stuff. Well done, and uh, and I, I'm not the only one. I know there's several from the church who have been down there as well. So that's good. You don't just think, oh, you know, I don't know where this money's going. I I do. I know yep. exactly where it's going. Yeah, and it's uh, it's so important. Um, wonderful work of ministry and uh, mission uh, for for God. It is great. Well, Brian, I I would love to have you wrap this time up. If you would be willing to pray and sure. uh, wrap our time up together, and then we'll close it out. Lord God, I pray that you would help us to repent, to turn away from our own selfish ways, to turn away from that desire to 
kind of reinvent the world in our image to maybe step away from our uh, uh, thoughts and uh, that just make us really divisive and instead just fill us with your love. Fill us with the love that, that, that changes things, that changes the world. Love's the only thing that has ever changed the world. Um, and we ask for it. We ask that we would be filled with it. We ask that it would uh, be obvious in us. We, we pray that it might drive us to action. We, we pray it would, it would make us to forgive. Uh, we would pray it would make us to love. And we know these things aren't all easy. That there are hurts in ourselves. I pray you would bring healing to those and to the leaders of the churches all over the world. Thank you for this time. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you so much, Brian. Uh, Thank you for your time today. Thank you for your wisdom. And uh, thank you for that prayer. Um, Very impactful. And as we embrace that, each individually, May we go forward uh, out of this time, out of this, listening to this podcast, and in and each, in and out of each day, recognizing that uh, we have so much to live for, and that is through Jesus Christ and God our Father. Thank you, Brian, for joining me here today. Thank you, folks, for listening in. It's been a great time, and uh, may God truly bless you as you bless Him. And uh, thanks, Brian, again for your time. You're welcome. Please turn your record over to side B. Beep. <laughs> we'll see you, buddy. Bye-bye.